That first reading, though, is a great promise that God makes with Abram. And, of course, shortly after this, God names, renames him Abraham, father of nations. Abram meaning father. And ironically, he was not a father at this point. And he's sad. He's saddened because uh, he's looking. His age is up there. He's getting older. And, and he has no child he has lots of wealth. We heard about that yesterday or the day before, how he and Lot needed to divide from each other because they, their, their flocks were too, too large. They, the land couldn't sustain both flocks. So Abram was a man of wealth, but not a father. And all his belongings would pass by legal custom, pass to his chief steward. It's a pretty good deal if you're the chief steward, not such a good deal if you're if you wanted your inheritance. And so God makes this great promise. And that promise was fulfilled, of course. Oh, Abraham had a son, and that son had a son, and that son had 12 sons, and those sons had many more sons and daughters, and on and on through the ages. I have to admit, yesterday I came across something, I forget where it was posted, but it was beautiful, and it was uh, a letter that J.R.R. Tolkien, the writer of The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and, and a few other fictional works, uh, a, a wonderful Catholic, a man of deep Catholic faith. His writings just kind of drip with Catholicism, but he was asked by, of course, he was writing in the late 30s and 40s. He was asked by the German, uh, whatever entity it was, it wasn't necessarily the Nazis, but he was asked about his heritage, and he knew exactly what they were looking for. And he said, oh, sadly, this is a paraphrase because I don't remember the exact quote, but sadly, I don't, do not have any blood of that noble race of Judaism in me. And it was a brilliant answer that ticked off the Nazis. I loved that answer. But he understood there was something special about the Jewish people. That from that Jewish race came Jesus Christ. From that Jewish race came our Savior. He understood and proclaimed it. And of course, to people that were anti-Semitic, would rather see Judaism wiped off the face of the earth. His response is how sad he was that he was not related to, did not have any Jewish blood in himself how sad he was. As we gather today, we hear in this gospel passage, Jesus telling us good fruit cannot come from bad trees or bad fruit cannot come from good. And I'm not quibbling with Jesus. He's Lord and he's God and he knows, but he's, if you think about it, yeah, a tree can produce bad fruit. A tree can produce fruit that's rotten or it can produce fruit. Uh, it can at the same time produce good fruit. But typically a bad tree is going to produce bad fruit. A good tree is going to produce good fruit. And he's warning us to watch for that fruit. And of course, he starts out with this about false prophets, those who appear to be sheep, but underneath are ravenous wolves. You know this as well as I do. Wolves and sheep are diametrically opposed to each other. There is, I don't think, aside from insects, I don't think the sheep has... Any, anything that it picks on, well, grass and, and plants, but of, of uh, things that move about. But wolves, there's very little that picks on it. It's uh, higher up at the food chain. Wolves are dangerous. He's telling us, look at their, their actions. Look at the fruits of the people around us. 
If they're bad people, they're probably going to have bad deeds. If they do bad things, they're probably going to be bad people. He doesn't necessarily tell us here, but he, he does elsewhere. He tells us what to do to treat them as we would tax collectors and sinners, to pray for their conversion, but to try to avoid them until they come to repentance. In the end, all of this comes together for us to pay attention to how we are grafted on to that noble race, as uh, J.R.R. Tolkien would call the the Jewish people, that we, by adoption, are adopted into that noble line of Abram, of Abraham and Sarah. We're adopted in and claimed by Jesus Christ. We are to become good fruit of the good vine that God has planted in Abram. This day, perhaps a challenge for us to reflect, how am I producing good fruit? It's not just coming to Mass, as important as that is, but it means working, proclaiming who Jesus Christ is, especially to people who need to know.